Built for agriculture and powered by farm credit, AgDirect's financing terms are among the most flexible in the ag equipment business, matching the income stream of ag producers. Discover why more dealers and their customers are choosing AgDirect to finance, lease, and refinance ag equipment by visiting agdirect.com. I'm Managing Editor Kim Schmidt. We're at Agritechnica in Hanover, Germany. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Last week, Ag Equipment Intelligence editors, along with 450,000 other visitors, attended Agritechnica in Hanover, Germany. The official theme of this year's show was Green Future, Smart Technology. From oil caps that alert the operator when an engine needs service, to artificial intelligence and data collection and sharing, smart technology and telematics were a clear trend among the new product introductions. Precision Technology was prominently featured at the show, with about 700 exhibitors showcasing the latest hardware, software, and machine components. Some of the trending technologies included introductions of comprehensive precision platforms, combining GPS capabilities, machine automation, and data transfer into a single solution. Remote sensing tools and autonomous vehicle prototypes also continue to emerge with smaller mobile devices making their debuts at Agritechnica. We'll have more coverage of the products and innovations we saw at Agritechnica in Farm Equipment's January Showcase Edition. The U.S. Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration announced that in advance of the December 18, 2017 implementation of the congressionally mandated electronic logging device rule, a 90-day temporary waiver for the ELD requirement for transporters of agricultural commodities, formal guidance specifically pertaining to the existing hours of service exemption for the agricultural industry and guidance of the personal conveyance provision. The ELD rule is intended to create a safer work environment for drivers and make it easier and faster to track, manage, and share records of duty status data. An ELD syncs with a vehicle's engine to automatically record driving time to provide more accurate hours of service recording. According to the Equipment Dealers Association, the comment period for the permanent exemption is still open. Dealers can submit their comments on www.regulations.gov by searching FMCSA-2017-0296 in the keywords box. The comment period ends Monday, November 27th. This week's dealers on the move are CNB Operations and AgPro companies. John Deere dealer CNB Operations has signed a letter of intent to acquire Farm Equipment Sales, a four-store dealership in Montana. The acquisition will bring CNB's total locations to 29 in South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. AgPro has acquired John Deere dealers Newhouse and Company and Fredericksburg Equipment in South Texas, adding a total of five locations. The dealership group now operates 55 stores throughout Texas, South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Market share is viewed as a measurement of success, especially among farm equipment manufacturers in the U.S. But the landscape, both literally and figuratively, is different in Europe. With a mix of small and large operations, some topping 1 million acres and diverse crop rotations, farm contractors often perform the majority of field operations, including seeding, fertilizer application, and harvesting. There isn't a dominant brand in the market, so landing and keeping farm contractors in Europe is big business, a point that was emphasized by Klaus Braunhardt, Director of Precision Ag Solutions for John Deere in Europe. During my visit to the company's manufacturing facility in Mannheim, Germany, ahead of Agritechnica 2017, Brownhardt spoke on the influence 
a reliable, comprehensive precision service platform can have on contractors' equipment purchasing decisions. So we have several service packages that we provide to our contractors that include uh, fuel guarantees, that include uptime, that include service part packages that he can get at a discount if he has, for example, remote display access so that he can see, the uh, dealer can see the operation. And uh, really the dealer is important in this also. He needs to be the one service stop for those contractors and being able to connect to the machines and being able to send information to the machines, diagnostic uh, information, for example, repair information, uh, and also just look at the, uh, at the operator's terminal and make ad hoc fixes and recommendations is a big deal for our contractors because uptime for them is uh, money. I mean, if every minute they, they sit and don't plow and don't apply and don't harvest, it's wasted money. Brownhart added that the vast majority of forage harvesters and combines produced in Europe are being run by farm contractors, with some running 50 to 60 pieces of equipment in a multicolored fleet. This is where he sees opportunity for growth by offering and supporting a reliable precision service plan as a pathway to increasing brand loyalty. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. On November 20th, the Mahindra Group opened its new Mahindra Automotive North America headquarters and assembly facility in Auburn Hills, Michigan. The new venture will help grow the Indian company's footprint in the U.S. beyond tractors and utility vehicles. Initially, Mahindra plans to build off-road vehicles at the new factory. However, the company has a larger goal of selling cars in the U.S., the Wall Street Journal reports. The expansion is part of a $230 million investment in southeast Michigan that also includes a recently opened warehouse and logistics operation in Pontiac and an existing prototype operation in Troy. We spoke with Cleo Franklin, Mahindra North America's Chief Marketing Officer and Vice President of Business Development and Strategic Planning, to find out more about the new operation. The wonderful thing about this extension of the Mahindra brand is that we, of course, began selling tractors in 1994 and quickly rose to number three in the U.S. and North America in 0 to 120. That gave us an opportunity to extend into the utility vehicle business, which we have our new Mahindra utility uh, vehicle that has done very well. Uh, in the marketplace. This extension with the creation of MANA, they're going to do one or two things. First, they're looking to launch a new off-road utility vehicle, which is unlike anything in the segment, which will be, of course, uh, assembled and distributed by uh, MANA, and it's going to be called Rockstore. Now, what does that do for us? It gives us an opportunity like tractors and utility vehicles that give us a chance to extend from the core. Rocksort does the same thing. It gives it extend into a base that we currently have. And so the question regarding anything beyond that, uh, we look uh, for more future plans because guys, the limits for Mahindra. According to Forbes, Mahindra has an agreement with Ford Motor Company to explore synergies between the two companies. But the company has also purchased a Korean company, Sangyong Motor, and Italian design studio and custom builder, Pinaferina. Mahindra Group Chairman Anad Mahindra suggests that on-road vehicles may eventually be branded by Singyong, especially in the electric and hybrid categories, and that it would draw on Pinaferina to design upper-end electric vehicles. Mahindra is also getting involved with the Internet of Things with Tech Mahindra, which currently operates in 90 countries, working with over 864 global customers from a variety of industries, including automotive, healthcare, process manufacturing, and consumer goods. 
Rodney Harburg, former Senior Vice President of Orthman, has started a new company focused on product innovation led by Agronomics. AgroDeviate, the new company, will focus on designing and adapting a product to the specific conditions and needs of a customer, Harburg says. The company will pull from his experience both on the mechanization and tillage side at Orthman and the technology sector from his time spent both at Trimble and Topcon. Uh, so AgroDeviate is actually the, the, the corporation name. Uh, but AgroDeviate, uh, again, yeah, as you described, the core would be uh, product innovation. Um, we'll have agronomists on board, and in fact, we do have agronomists uh, on board. And, and so all the product design uh, will be leveraging technologies, information uh, from really all across the world and from all facets, uh, trying to integrate to make a better product, where it's not just about weight or price or girth or any of those pieces, but more about productivity. And so, uh, you know, AgriDeviate is a standalone uh, office uh, where engineers in, in a very unique culture can, can work on these product plans and, and bring uh, really uh, rapid turn designs to the market. Uh, in addition, AgriDeviate, though, to, to ultimately deliver this to the producer, will have a distribution arm and this distribution arm will be more of a direct retail uh, scenario that allows us to, to work closely with the producer, um, to get feedback about products they need, and at the same time uh, deliver products to them and understand their application needs. Uh, and, and it should keep us uh, very regionally focused instead of uh, uh, single product for everyone, but allow us to adapt to the needs for different soil conditions or crops or whatever that might be. Harburg says the whole approach of the new company is to do things differently. He says there's no reason to do things the same way if we can find a better way. Whether that be in type of design, different use of material, the synergy with technology, or even the agronomic service element that I think we can add. Deere & Company released its fourth quarter earnings on November 22nd. For the quarter ending October 30th, net income was $510 million, up 79% versus the same period last year. For the year, net income was up 42%. Net sales for the Ag and Turf division were up 22% in the fourth quarter and up 9% for the full year. Total net sales and revenue for the quarter were up 23%. Looking ahead to fiscal 2018, Deere's forecasting North American Ag retail sales to be up 5-10%, to EU28 sales to be up about 5%, South American sales to be flat to up 5%, and Asian Ag sales to be flat. The company is forecasting U.S. and Canadian turf and utility sales to be flat in fiscal 2018. And now from the Implemented Tractor Archives. 50 years ago, John Deere introduced its breakthrough first-to-market articulated motor grader. The JD570 featured front wheel and articulated frame steering, offering operators more maneuverability than ever before. The JD570 was also the first grader to have a cabin canopy with the rollover protective structure available from the factory. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.